As You Are, a podcast dedicated to adding more light and love to your life, wherever you are, whenever you listen. I'm Shelby, a yoga and mindfulness instructor and writer. And I'm Mikkel, a writer and a life coach. And today we're talking all about compassionate goal setting, which is something we feel really strongly about. It's starting to get to be spring, we're a few months into the new year, maybe coming off that new year goal setting high, and maybe falling off the wagon, maybe not. But we want to focus today on goals that build on and acknowledge where you are, and also allow you to feel empowered about where you're going. So I think when we consider goals, especially compassionate goals, that it's all rooted in our why. Notice the patterns in when you're setting goals and why you feel the need to set them. And it's incredibly important to take a step back, take a moment and take tabs on your current mental state. Really hone in on that why. Are these goals being set out of love or shame? And so as I was thinking about this episode in preparation, thinking about how I've set goals throughout my life, I began to realize that a lot of my goal setting in my past was really out of shame. And so for example, like I remember a point in my life where I was constantly setting these crazy health goals. I would end up writing a whole page of all these health goals and feel so like awesome and amazing or think that I did, when in reality, The reason I was writing out those goals, it was always triggered by a thought that I was fat or that I was ugly or that something about my body needed to change. And so while striving to be healthy is a great thing to do, it all comes back to that why. Because for so long, all of my goals were rooted in this feeling that who I was and what I looked like wasn't enough and that maybe if I set this goal that I wasn't gonna eat sugar for a month, that it would fix everything. And I would think that setting these goals would solve my problems, and I would think that I was feeling better only to spiral back into that shame as soon as I failed to meet one of those goals. And so recognizing your why is key to understanding whether those goals are being set out of shame or compassion. So there's a great Brené Brown quote. If you're not on the Brené Brown train... What are you doing? (laughs) Choo-choo, all aboard. We love her. Um, She has such great research on shame, and I especially love this quote about recognizing when we're in shame. Uh, Like Mikkel said, when we're setting goals, kind of zooming out, these are a few things we can look at that will allow us to understand if we are in shame. So Brené Brown says, When we are in shame... We don't see the big picture. We don't accurately think about our strengths and limitations. We just feel alone, exposed, and deeply flawed. Whew! It's so good and so profound. And I think when you're setting goals from that place of shame, it is driven by those feelings of inadequacy or loneliness or exposure, thinking that this goal is going to fix our flaws, fix something that's fundamentally wrong with us Mm -hmm. instead of celebrating what's right with us and building on that. So I like that Mikkel shared a lot about how health goals are so important and it's great to focus on the health of your body and, you know, yourself. But if it's rooted in shame, you fall off the wagon really fast and then you end up maybe feeling more flawed or more inadequate. Mm -hmm. So... My experience, uh, I am right now very pregnant, (laughs) and 
my experience with health goals during this pregnancy has been really eye-opening and unique because for the first time in my life, I'm setting these goals that are rooted in love. Because if I set a goal to exercise regularly, there's not actually tangible outcomes. I mean, I feel really good, but it's not measurable in the sense that I'm losing inches or even gaining muscle. Like, I am on a train (laughs) where things are getting softer and rounder, no matter how much muscle I'm building, because that's what my body needs to do in this season. And if I'm practicing movement or exercise or yoga every day, I'm now in a stage because of what my body is doing that it's actually getting harder to touch my toes, not easier. (laughs) And yet, this is the most consistent I have been in my entire life with moving my body and practicing yoga every single day. And it's because I've taken that shame or that feeling of being flawed or needing to measure up and get to something that's visibly accomplished and just focused on love for this body that's carrying me and carrying my son. And it's been the most incredible experience to set goals from that perspective because now I'm exercising and moving my body in a yoga practice six days a week and I don't even have to think about it because I love it. Mm -hmm. I love that. So let's kind of talk through the process of setting compassionate goals that are rooted in that love and rooted in compassion. So I think the first thing is practicing mindfulness, right? So Brené Brown mentions when we're in shame, we're not seeing the big picture. So the opposite of that, if we're hoping to set goals out of love, zooming out and seeing the big picture. So using my example, the big picture right now is not weight loss for me. It's not muscle gain for me. It's feeling good and healthy and strong. Mm -hmm. So zooming out and looking at my strengths of what I can do and what my limitations are. If I set a goal to work out twice a day, seven days a week, that's beyond my limitations. And looking at that without judgment, not shooting on myself, not hating myself, but just realistically looking at my strengths and what I can do from where I am. Mm -hmm. It's so important, especially, and you did hit on this, because I think a lot of times when we do set goals, we're setting them because of our limitations. We keep thinking that if I set this goal, then maybe that will fix me. But in reality, these compassionate goals are not about fixing anything. It's about looking at yourself with love, recognizing your strengths, and going forward as an ally with yourself, knowing that, hey, I love myself enough that I want to keep getting better. Mm -hmm. And that any sort of failure that I may encounter does not define my worth. And it doesn't make me less than or inadequate. It just means that I'm human and it's part of growing. I love that. So again, our number one step for setting a compassionate goal is to ask yourself without judgment, just like Mikkel said, what are my strengths and what are my limitations without judgment? Adding on to that, we also really want to encourage you to create some I am statements about where you are. So with those I am statements, those can really carry you through those moments where you will fail and where you will fall back because we all do. And when you can recognize and come back to that truth of, for example, I am enough exactly as I am, which is our whole hope for you to know and to feel. If you can come back to that knowledge of I am enough, whether I meet this goal or not, whether I fail, whether I move backward or forward or whatever happens, that I am enough and this goal wherever I end up with it. 
it does not reflect on my worth and it does not decrease my value. And so really holding on to those core truths of who you are, goals or no goals at all, I think is really important in just setting that standard and rooting yourself in love and compassion in all aspects of life. Absolutely. So once we have that assessment of our strengths and our limitation and that I am statement as our foundation, that reminder that our worth cannot be decreased, looking then to the future and asking ourselves next, what do I want and what is the most loving path to get there? For example, if I want to be a healthier person, if maybe weight loss is my goal, using weight loss as a goal because you feel inadequate at the weight you are isn't going to work. You can't hate your way into being a more productive person, a more healthy person. But thinking, what do I want? I want a lifestyle where I feel good. Mm -hmm. And moving your body for those reasons, taking out the tangible, you know, measurements and all this stuff that is so easy to get fixated on that's so relative. And instead, recognizing you can't hate your way into being more blank. Mm -hmm. Instead, you can look at what do I want for my life because of what I know about who I am. So those I am statements remind you that you're someone who deserves the life that you want. And what's the most loving path you can offer yourself to get there? So one of the pitfalls we want to watch for as we create this vision of where we want to go and that loving path to get there is setting too many goals, setting goals that are based in deprivation and focus a lot, like I said, on those external validations of being a certain size, looking Mm -hmm. a certain way, being perceived by people a certain way. All of those things are a recipe for burnout. And I read a quote this week that was so cool. And it talked about if you want to stop burning out, you have to stop living your life like you're on fire, Mm -hmm. which I think is so cool. (laughs) Um, But basically stop feeling like this is the only chance you have. You have your entire life to create the life that you want. And there's not a scarcity of time or resources. And it's so much easier for our brain to add habits in than it is to think of deprivation. So I work with people who are detoxing from drug and alcohol use. And typically we focus on adding habits of mindfulness in. And that tends to start to shoulder out the unhealthy things in their life. Because if we focus so much on what we need to give up, we end up just white knuckling and burning out. But if we add bit by bit, we're building a foundation into a house, into the building, into the life that we want. And so to summarize, we want to grow. Goals are wonderful and such an amazing part of this life that we live, but we want them to be rooted in love. So again, that all comes down to why we're setting these goals. We have created a worksheet for each of you to have. It'll be linked in our website to walk you through this process of compassionate goal setting. So again, it'll share questions like, why am I setting this goal? Giving you space to really analyze your thoughts, get an idea of what your mental state is, whether you are in a place of love and abundance or shame and scarcity. And so once we can move forward from our why, then asking yourself, what are my strengths? And what is an accurate view of my limitations? Again, being free of judgment, moving into our I am statements and holding on to that truth that our value does not increase or decrease based on our ability to accomplish and achieve goals, whatever timeline it may be, whatever that may look like in your own life. And so our hope for you this week is that as you continue on throughout this year, whether you are 
hitting hard on those goals that you set at the beginning of the year, whether you even set goals at all. We just hope that you'll move forward in life with that loving relationship with yourself as you progress, always striving to be the best version of yourself while also loving and accepting yourself exactly the way you are. If shame comes to play, remind yourself that you see the big picture, you are never alone, you are always loved, and you are deeply enough exactly as you are. 